Well, we're back. Year two. You know, I told Coach Van the strangest thing other than uh, I got uglier since last football season was putting season two into this, Coach Van. It, it really doesn't seem possible we went through a whole year of weekly shows and made it out without you yelling at us, except when everybody got hurt. Right. No, it was <laughs> – I enjoyed it. I know the kids enjoyed it. And, uh, I hope y'all did because uh, it was enjoyable. It was a good year for us. Uh, didn't end the way we wanted to. So but hopefully we, we can change that moving forward. Well, it, it, as anybody that follows River City now, media knows I had a little car accident but we were planning on being at the banquet uh so before we go to Howie coach would you like to run down uh, or do you remember who won some of the key awards or or you'd like to talk about anything from the banquet real quick yeah it went really well uh, a lot of people showed up I uh, was able to uh, celebrate uh, this past football season with all the kids and, and their accomplishments you know we had our two all-state football players uh, Braden Thomas and Ashton Cooley. Both well-earned. Yes, sir. I'm both first-team All-State. I um, did a really good job for us this year. I'm really proud of them. And we had a lot of all-region guys that's been posted and, and honorable mentions, and we was able to call all our all-region, all-county players out and recognize them as well. And, and I've done – I have it written down somewhere. I should have brought it with me. I forgot the, all the uh, coach voting awards. Um, I know we do a Josie Sargent Award, which we give out. Uh, Landon Pritchett was able to get that. We expect big things from Landon Pritchett. He brought a lot to practice last year. Um, he's worked his tail off in the weight room this offseason. He's wanting to start. He's gaining weight. He's doing what he's supposed to. I'm really proud of him. And, um, hoping he gets a lot of playing time this year. And if he continues to work the way he's working and, and you know does what he's supposed to out there on the practice field, I think he's going to have a shot early in the year to get some big minutes. So I'm excited about some of the kids we've got coming up. Now's the time to get it. Now's the time to make your make your mark in the coaching staff's mind and, and and to do that improvement that you go from maybe someone playing a few minutes a game to playing both ways or playing you know first team defense. Right. Yeah. We we have I think we have 52 guys out currently right now, which is about 17 more than we finished with, or well, 15 more than we finished with last year. And uh, they're working hard. Uh, we've got a lot of spots that, that are going to be up for grabs, I think, that, that maybe was in, you know, someone had last year. Um, and, and now they're going to be up for grabs. We have people trying to buy for some spots. I think we'll have a lot of guys that's going to be able to play one way. We may only have two or three or four two-way players, which is going to be big for us. So I don't know how many times we've been able to do that here. I know since I've been here, we've been able to do that a lot. So I'm excited about that. But for us to be able to do that, we're going to have to have some guys step up and improve over the next few months leading into the summer and also throughout the summer in order for them to, to play some big minutes for us. Well, before we go any farther, let's bring who ended up being the voice of the Rams along with John Sealy's late in the year, John Seals late in the year. Let's bring Howie Chaney in his ugly Falcon shirt in. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm still not over the last football season with the Falcons, Howie. So let's bring Howie in for a few questions. How are you doing, Howie? I'm doing good, guys. Uh, Coach, let's back up for a second. You had a lot of players that made the uh, all-county team and all that. I know the coaches vote on that, but how difficult is it for you and the other coaches to vote on the all-county team when you don't play all the county schools? Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, we, you know, as a 
coaches, we all talk about it. And uh, a lot of times, you you know, if you don't play each other, you're, you're doing it based on what somebody who did play them says and talks about. So uh, I think as a coaches, we do a really good job of putting some of the best ones up there, though. But, like, when you start getting into I hadn't seen any film on Bellingham. So me personally, I hadn't seen much film. I don't think I saw any film on Otter besides what I got from Pisgah film. So wasn't able to see a lot on some of them. So you kind of go with what coaches say about their kids. You trust them, and, and that's who you go with. So, um, but and, and when a kid rushes for 2,500 yards, kind of makes it easy. So it uh, speaks for itself. You know, the the Bain kid at Valleyhead, you didn't have to, I didn't have to watch film on him. I don't care, care what level of football you play. A kid put up them numbers. He's a good football player, and he's deserving of being mentioned as, as the player of the year in Jackson Young's. All right, Howie, we'll go back to you. I'm sorry I interrupted you, but 2,500 yards got my attention uh, when I was looking at those stats. Yeah, right, absolutely. And, you know, you said you was up 17, 15 to 17 players from this time last year. What do you accredit that for? Yeah, a lot of them are freshmen that's moved up. Um, You know, our eighth grade is going to be freshmen. Uh, We had it. You know, that's a big class right there. Our current freshmen, I call them our current freshmen, they're eighth graders right now, but our current upcoming, you know, freshmen is a, is a huge class, and we have a lot of kids in it. That, that added a lot um, to our varsity group, and it's going to be good for them to be able to practice with us. And some of them will be buying for play time. It may be more than I think, too. Uh, we're sitting here right now talking about them, but there's been some, some guys that's been impressing me and Coach Wilson in the weight room, and, we're excited about them, and so that that added a lot. And then we had five, four or five new guys. Um, you know, we had one that's Zach Anderson's cousin, um, Shepard. Um, he come in, and he's he's more plays a homeschool kid like Zach Anderson. Um, we've had other kids in the school that's come out and play. So, um, you know, when winning winning draws people out. Yeah, um, that's part of it. But uh, once you get out here, the work ethic and and how hard it is doesn't change. And a lot of times we'll, we'll get them numbers at the start of the year, but we're eventually still want to end up back down there. Um, hopefully we don't. And, and, you know, I hope we're sitting there with 52 August. But the chances of that being the case is very, very small because there's a lot of hard work that goes in between now and August if we want to be successful in football games. And I tell the kids this all the time, like, we went, we, you know, we go in, we play on Friday nights, and all them fans come in, they pay their money, um, they get in, they sit in the stands, they watch us play four quarters and, and celebrate us winning a football game. But when we come in and we celebrate after a football game, we're celebrating more than them four quarters because we understand the amount of work that we put in from last December till then that's, you know, that's part of the, and the reason that we won that football game. It wasn't just because, you know, we had to play good on Friday night to win, but uh, if we want to put the work in that we put in the last eight months, it really six or seven months, it wouldn't, wouldn't matter. We wouldn't be in the position to do it. So our kids are working their tails off right now. You know, we, we want to win a lot of football games. We want to be successful. Uh, we understand, like I told them the other day, it doesn't matter that we made the semis last year. People's not going to roll over and say, oh, they're Sylvania. They made the semifinals. They're going to some, you know, <laughs> it's going to be tough for us to get a win. We ain't there yet. You know, we don't have the, the helmet factor that five does on people yet. Um, it's going to take a lot of wins and a lot of championships for that ever happen. So we, we're going to get everybody's best shot. And it doesn't matter the work we put in a year ago. None of that matters. Last season don't matter. It, uh, when we started this new offseason, it, 
all that matters is what we do from here on. And the semifinals last year is not going to get you back to the semifinals this year. So our kids understand that. They've worked really hard. I've uh, been really impressed uh, with how they've worked. And, you know, I can tell that, you know, making the semifinals is – we worked hard last year. Don't get me wrong. Uh, they've worked hard since I've been here. Um, we've worked really hard this year. You can see they, they want to be back there. They want to take that next step. And it, it's exciting for me to see. They, um, you didn't hear kids actually talk about having an opportunity to win a state championship when I got here. That, that wasn't a, you know, it was me talking about it. And I always say it. But I think you see now and listen to them talk in the locker room. It's a, it's a go that they feel like is reachable. Um, and it excites me and excites the coaching staff. And, um, we're just ready to go. I wish it was August today. I'm ready to start practice. It's been too long since we played a football game now. I'm ready for people to scream at me about my play calling. I'm ready for it to be back to normal on, on Friday night right now. So I uh, can't wait for it. People yelling at you for running the score up with the kicker being on the sideline with the concussion and all that good stuff. Yeah, I miss it. I miss the Facebook Warriors. I miss everything about it. That cool. might be the moment of 2022. That, that might be the best one of the year. So you're talking about the uh, the, the working and you and Coach Wilson and all that. I know that y'all have a freak of the – is it the week or the freak of the month? It's a freak of the week. We do it weekly. And how, how do you end up winning that? How can they win that? First off, uh, some of them's been able to – should have won it. Like, there's been a few times I've went in on Friday. I give it out on Friday, and I've had my mind made up. Who's going to win it? And I'll sit in here on my spreadsheet and I'll go back through and I'll see, oh, they, was, they missed a day this week because they had to go to the doctor or they had to go to therapy, like physical therapy or something like that. So that automatically, if you ever miss or you walk in late, you're you're out, you know, so you don't have the opportunity to win it. But it's just work ethic, the weight room, your energy. Um, our five non-negotiables, who brings that every day? Uh, who I feel like done has done it for the week. We're about to have some guys that's probably going to win it over and over. Um, if they're going to be the only ones that do it. Um, but it's, I think they think once they've won it, they can't win it again. But I think some of them's going to find out this week that's not going to be the case because it's going to be the guys who's going to, going to bring it every day. Um, but, you know, our guys are, are getting better. We shut that door, that weight room door at 730. If you walk in it 15 seconds after that, you're going to pay for it. And, um, you know, just ask our, our quarterback. I think one of our quarterbacks, um, Jackson Smith, but he's been perfect um, at being on time. But Griffin Turner, as soon as basketball was over, I think his first day back in, second day back in, he walked in 15 seconds late and he paid for it. So, uh, you know, it's a little worse when it's quarterback and you're in my position group. That's, that's a double whammy, especially if you're, you know, if you're, if you're in the quarterback group. Um, so you're the head coach's position. You you really better make sure you're on time. You ain't no hear it just from the head coach. You get both of them in one. A lot of them get here from the position coach, too. I'm both for them guys. It's kind of like with the Alabama and the defensive backs and Coach Saban. You, if you're going to be a defensive back at Alabama, you better have some thick skin. Right, yeah, because it's, it's not easy being being that because they could be mad at, about something that happened 35 minutes ago with somebody else on the team and because they ain't just with you all day. <laughs> you mess up one little thing and they're, they're just going to let you have it. I want to go back to last year's team real quick. You're losing four seniors off that team. Uh, talk about them real quick. Uh, don't really want to close the door on them, but it's time to move on to the next group of kids that's going to be moving up. Yeah, we're all four of them. Um, we're going to mess them. You know, a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on 
especially when I talk to some coaches around the region that we're going to miss 22. Um, and, and that's right, Willie So was a really good running back. He did a lot for us this year. Um, but we're going to miss all four of them. Um, I'm never one to – you hear coaches all the time, can't wait for graduations. I say that all the time. I, I'm not ever – I'm not that guy. Like, uh, I've really enjoyed every senior class I've had since I've been a head football coach. And, um, this is no different. These guys work hard. They they do they've done what they're supposed to. We met at the start of the year. We set our goals. We talked about it as a senior group, as a coaching staff. Um, they the only thing we didn't achieve was was a region championship, state championship. We won a, we won a bunch of games, and they were able to leave you know their mark on this program by being only the second team in school history to to make a semifinal football team. They'll uh, forever. Um, they can say there was the only, there was a second team in school history, and they were the senior group that was a part of that. So that, that no one can take that from them. Um, but we're going to miss them. We miss every single one of them and what they brought to the table. All of them brought something different. Um, but I can sit here and tell you that I'm going to miss you know their athletic ability and and their work ethic and, and how they carry themselves in the weight room and the, on the field. I can tell you a lot of things I'm going to miss about them, but I'm going to miss them. What I'm going to miss most is seeing them every day and being able to communicate with them because you grow close to, to some of your kids um, uh, in the program. And when you when you lose them, it's tough. Uh, you know, I get on with my seniors from last year a lot. I don't see them enough. They don't come around a lot. And I always tell them, where you been? You know, it's always an open door. A lot of them's out doing their own thing. Um, but you miss them. I miss them. And when I see them out, I'm glad to see them. Um, they probably think it's weird because man comes up and dabs them up. But, uh, I miss them. No different for these four. Uh, good, good group of seniors. A bunch of good kids. Next year's group will be good as well. So. Go ahead, Randy. Coach, um, I was going to ask you. You know, you had some new influx of uh, some upperclassmen too. Is it a leg up if someone's coming from basketball or baseball or already playing another sport and then add football to it, or I mean, just from the – they kind of know the grind of playing that other sport. Yeah, I would, I would say I'm glad. I want all of our kids to play all three sports. You know, that's – when I played in high school, um, all three, I played all three. Um, and that's not easy. I mean, I think we live in more of a day and time where it's more difficult to play all three because you look at the month of June, you have – you end up in football, baseball, and basketball all in one month. Um, yeah. And it's just full, and in my opinion, it's football season, <laughs> but I'm biased. Um, so, but, you know, I, I think it's very important. The only thing I care about some guys being in a weight room. Um, that's all I care about, period. You know, if we're in the off season, no matter if you're in the end season, you've got to be in the weight room, whether it be two days, three days, you've got to see the weight room um, every week. Because if you miss it, it's going to show. Um, you know, and I think our guys, there's really no difference. I don't think I would say, like, uh, naturally, your football guys that are in the weight room all year round is going to get stronger because they're in an off-season workout all year. That's just part of it. And the other guys are in an in-season workout. But that don't mean they're not going to get stronger because naturally they're getting older. Um, they get more mature. They don't get stronger because they're still working out and doing stuff. But uh, I think it's, you know, I'm, I promote both, you know, whether Coach Rand gets mad about things or not. I'm always going to promote both because I'd be a hypocrite to say, Otherwise, because I played all three, I don't want kids to play all three. Like, uh, you know, our baseball team's doing really good right now. I think they, I just lay off this one. I was a little late. Uh, there's 
Fort Wayne was beat Day County just a minute ago, nine to three. So uh, Coach Williams done a really good job. So um, I'm excited about about our boys and how hard they're working and the, and the winning attitude that's being created here and the culture we're creating. So um, it's a great time to be a part of Sylvania, and uh, I think uh, future's bright as long as we continue to do what we're doing. Coach, uh, going into spring and summer last year, one of the major topics was quarterback and who was going to be the quarterback. Well, you've got a quarterback that played 15 games last year, and you've got him coming back. What opportunities do that does that afford you as far as game planning and and the playbook that you maybe didn't have last year? Uh, it's big. You know, we, he's a smart kid, his arm. He dealt with an injury, with a knee injury, and I think somebody, you know, he dealt with the, that tweak all year. I don't think he ever was 100%. He was playing at 90% most of the year with him, and um, no one ever really knew it. But he was, he dealt with that knee injury and that brace all year, uh, you know, from, from game. I think it was practice leading up to North Jackson, Jamboree, actually, you know, we dealt with that injury. Um, so he's, he's got it, you know. It's going to help us. Like, we've already I've talked to him once, and I know I mentioned it to Finn and a few others. Like, we don't have – we're going to try to be faster if we can play more guys one way. Uh, it's like I was telling the other day, this may be, you know, a different offense than people seeing. You know, same type stuff in a way, but um, more of a different offense than they've seen at Sylvania since I've been here. So, it's going to be up tempo more. Um and if we're able to play a lot of guys one way, we can do that. We can be up tempo. We can be fast because we still don't have guys that are resting. We ain't all got to flip over when you go three and out and you snap the ball three times. And now you got to punt. You got to worry about them guys having to turn around and play defense again. That's, a, you know, that gets me away from going too fast a lot of times just because from the fact that, you know, I have guys that are tired playing both ways. Um, and when you go fast and you go three and out, then that, you're, you're on defense when you are offense. And that's never a good thing. So, um, but, you know, back to the quarterback spot, you know, Jax is going to be able to help us. And, and you know, Finn was able to spin it well uh, last year. Um, and, and I've told them both, you know, it's Jax is a quarterback right now. And so there's going to be a competition all the way throughout the summer. Um, and, you know, if something happens, it does. If it don't, it don't. But, you know, there's going to be competition at numerous spots. But that's good for our program. It's good for us. Anytime you have competition, because I promise you this, Jax will be better for the competition uh, than anybody. And, and, and on to the next guy. If Ashton Curley had a guy behind him that was going to push him to, to start at that spot, he would be better. Um, so competition's good. Uh, that's why Alabama's always good. I'm hearing people talk about that all the time. Uh, we're going we're gonna to see it this year in multiple positions. I'm not just talking about quarterback spot. I'm talking about multiple positions where our younger guys are coming up and want to play now. They're they don't want to sit on the bench on the sideline anymore. They want to play. So that's exciting for me as a coach. I know it's exciting for the position coach because when you're coaching guys like that, that starter wants to start, and so does the guy behind him want to start. So at practice, um, you're able to get a lot of full-speed grabs. You, you know, effort's not nearly a problem in situations like that, and they're always locked in. So I'm excited. Big change in the district this year, not in the, the district structure, I think the schedule and the district remains the same as it's the second year of a, a two-year setup, except you flip um, it, where you were at home last year, you're on the road. But uh, the changes at Piedmont was uh, after the season, 
Um, I'm. Were you surprised by that, or, or, or after, after the success he had, maybe moving on, Coach Smith moving on was expected. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think it was because um, he wanted to by any means. I think it was more so the retirement side of it from public school and going private. I don't think it would have been. I don't think he would have ever left for another public school. Um, because every time I talked to him, he talked about his love for Piedmont. And, you know, he'd been there a long time, and he, he loved it there. So it, it did surprise me. But when I heard about where he went to, that wasn't nearly as surprising being so close to home there and yeah. being a private school. And, uh, but now I got to still – I wish he had got the heck out of the region and just went <laughs> on somewhere else. Dude tore me out three times in a row. I think I think he was like, yeah, I'll take Westbrook because I've done more band by – know 30 each time we played him so might as well just keep him on the schedule i don't, I don't blame him it's been an easy dub for him the last three times i ain't well, made a sweat yet in the in the reverse team now you've already got a, a good piedmont team that's that that's already built and now he's going to westbrook so you've got him you've got him twice a year and away for the next couple of years so uh i don't know if that encourages you or discourages you but that is the he's yeah. had the home field advantage now I think I had him at home my first time I ever coached against him. Then we went to Piedmont twice last year, and now we have to go to Westbrook this year. So he had his home field advantage. He's setting it up really good for himself. Um, and I bet I guarantee the dressing room will be cooler at Westbrook than it was at Piedmont. Because <laughs> it's going to be week nine. That's the only reason. Unless he turns the heater on, he'll probably have him turn the heater on for us. That's classic. That's classic. Well, Coach, honestly, could it be any hotter than it was at Piedmont? Week two? Yeah. No. And a lot of it was my fault. I, we got there too early. I timed it up wrong. We ate really fast. Like, had it planned out. We stopped to eat. And they already had it laid out for us. And we, we chowed down and we was on, we was on the road. It, it was really my fault that we got there. Not my fault it was that hot. And I don't think it was Coach's fault either. Maybe not. You know, he, I got there too early. We wouldn't have had to worry about it as much. But he did a good job. He let us – he gave us a spot and get in the shade and stuff. He still jokes about that when we talk, when I talk to him. He heard us say that on the show. So, Yeah, Coach – Coach, uh, you know, I wish Coach the best luck. He's a, he's a classy, classy individual that's always treated me well. Um, I will mention, though, that Sylvania's been to the semis twice – and I've been involved in the program and both of those trips. So maybe I – You may be the good luck charmer. I may be. And, and, and I want to go back to these numbers, Coach. You said you had 45 to end of the year, but uh, you only had about 30 that was healthy. So does those numbers, just having more bodies for practice, help you stay a little healthier? Absolutely. Yeah, it's – we felt like a – yeah, you know, we had a lot of kids. I mean, we did. A few, man. You walk in the weight room. We worked out starting at 7.30 every morning. You walk in there. We'll have four or five still down there in the, um, the hour area down there on the end of the weight room doing their workouts because we have, you know, a couple shoulders. And still Zach Anderson with a shoulder. Kobe Butchum with a shoulder. Uh, and then we have three knees. I think we had oh, two knee surgeries and one foot surgery. So we have five surgeries this year um and, and they're still recovering uh, we're really close to getting roman back he gets cleared um in april you know zach anderson gets cleared march the 8th 
we got guys starting to get cleared now. We're starting to get healthy. And, and you know, Zach Anderson was just in here earlier today talking about how excited he is for his senior year. So, um, you know, I get on to him. He says, Coach, I've been doing a little chess. I mean, he's supposed to be doing chess. Hey, let's go to a gym and work out on his own somewhere else. It's like, Coach, if it hurts, I quit. I said, all right. You know, but he, he's putting in a lot of work, and um, I'm excited for him. And uh, as you talk about a football player and a guy who leaves it all on the line, um, and we miss his athletic ability, and we miss you know his playmaking ability and all that on Friday night. But we we also miss how nasty he plays, um, and, and that's in a good way. Like he plays the game of football how football's supposed to be played. He's he's nasty, man. He plays hard. He'll hit you. Um, and he's always running that mouth, and uh, which is not a good thing. So I'll stay on him about that. Um, but he, you know, I also tell him to have fun because, uh, but he's a good one, man. I know our kids will be glad to have him back. He's the leader that we missed on that unit, especially on defense last year. So, well, we've proven if he gets a personal foul for talking, we will bring Hannah Van on to talk to him about it. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah how he, <laughs> What's your next, buddy? You're talking about all the injuries and everything. Are you expecting everybody to be back in time for the season next year? Yeah. We, all of our clear guys should be good by June. So, time summer kicks up, we should be 100% healthy and Lord willing. Uh, we pray that we end up, you know, healthy to start the season and be ready to go. And I'm going to jump to your off season coming up. I mean, I know it's off season now, but it's just February. But um, fundraisers, you got anything going on? I know we just had the uh, ten thousand dollar draw between you and the uh, what was the baseball team. I think y'all mm-hmm. split that up somehow. Was that was that a good money maker for you? Oh yes, it was successful. Again, like I said the other night, we appreciate everybody who bought the ticket. Um, we need the money. Uh, we're doing a lot of nice things here in Sylvania. Uh, you know, a lot of people won't see that till the fall, but. You know, we all of this money, I promise you, goes right back into the kids. It don't go to a coach, it don't go to anybody. It goes, and it shouldn't. You know, all these fundraisers go right back to the kids. And um, so we're excited about it. We're excited about what we've got them. You know, I've been able to order a lot of um, shoulder pads, a lot of new helmets, and uh, been able to provide for these players. Um, you know, we made a run in the playoffs, which helps money wise. And then, um, you know, fundraisers is big for us. And we're about to do another one. We're about to do a 20 for 20 deal where we send out letters. Uh, and, and it's a pretty pretty good fundraiser for us. So if you get a letter, please, you know, if, if it's $5 you want to send back, that $5 will go towards your kids. And it'll be, uh, I promise you, nobody will go, why did they just send $5? I don't care if you send a dollar. If you just want to donate anything to, to these kids, uh, we're going to be thankful for it. And I know these kids will be because every bit of it's going towards them. So that's our next one's 20 for 20. Um, and what, then we're going to have a, uh, what is after that? Then we're going to have a fishing tournament. That's it. Fishing tournaments will be around juniors. We ain't set the date yet on that. And then we'll do our annual wing fest there later in the year. And we'll have go cards between now and then at some point. Uh, there's a lot of fundraisers that, that go on um, in the off season for us. But we, we also take pride in giving our players, uh, some of the best facilities and some of the best you know, environments in the Cap County. Um, honestly, I feel that way. I feel like we give our kids a lot here, and a lot of schools do. But uh, we provide our kids with a really good opportunity, and we're going to continue to do so. And we need your money to make that happen. 
you also have the opportunity to sponsor this show, have 15, 16 weeks of ads run, and every bit of it goes to the quarterback club or to the football program too. So if you want to give Coach Van a check and say it's to sponsor his show, we'll always take the money and we'll run you a little ad here every week. So, Coach, that's always available to them too. So, uh, and, and I think the guys that did it last year would say we gave them plenty of advertisement uh, during the year. So uh, it's always nice. And, of course, Wingfest, a fat man's favorite time of the year. It's like Christmas for me. I get to eat wing and see all my friends. Yeah, uh, I enjoy Wingfest. I, I know the community does as well. It's time to get out and see everybody. And can't wait for it every year. I didn't think I'd like it that much, but I do enjoy it. How uh, you got else to finish up before we hit the schedule? Uh, just one more question. If Hannah's listening, please drop off for a couple of seconds. Uh, but, Coach, have you ever thought about starting up a track team where you could work with the players even a little bit more? Uh, you know, I thought about it because I think Gilbert tried to do that at North Sand, and uh, I've seen some other people do it. Uh, I just – and we, we do we do a speed agility we do a speed agility day once a week and it's our Wednesday program so like we'll go Monday Tuesday lift Thursday Friday lift Wednesday's our speed day and it's not enough I wish we could do it two times a week um, but I hadn't no and have they ever had track here Sylvania many many years ago I I, I wish somebody would though because I'd encourage my guys to play. I just can't do it. That's too much time for me. I'm about to have a baby, and right. And Coach needs trouble. Uh, play. Uh, he needs to be yarking on his play sheets right now for the fall already. So, well, that's why I told Hannah to step away for a couple of minutes while I asked that question. Because if if she if you said yeah, and that's more time away from her, she'd kill me. Oh yeah, you know her. Yeah, well, I would probably kill you too, because. Got that baby on the way. That's big news in the van house, of course. Uh, exciting news. Uh, but, Coach, uh, before we go through the schedule, I do want to ask you about, you know, I, I've been guilty of getting on huddle a little bit and looking at some plays from last year and, and being a fan going, well, now with Jack's back and uh, a little different running game, maybe we'll get a little more in two personnel. Maybe we'll throw this a little more. Maybe we'll do this a little more. Maybe – Maybe he'll he'll throw. When do you build the structure of the offense, or does it build itself during the course of the year? Uh, I would say you know I've started working on it already, personnel on it, my notebook, and then even on the board right here, I'm starting some stuff. And it's uh, I always have a plan on it. Uh, really, the thing I really love about our offense, especially our base, is we're always going to have our base offense, and then everything else will trickle. We can go multiple different directions. We're, our offense is very multiple, so we can do a bunch of different things. Um, and it don't take; it's not a just a terribly different call. Like it's still got some of the same verbiage in it, and we're able to change formations quick and, and run different plays. So, uh, I would say, you know, I've been working on it. I, the play as far as run game additions, not not much, uh, I wouldn't say. I think we'll be close. Now, pass game and kind of putting three and one and being able to allow our quarterback to make decisions based on the coverage and based on the box that we have. That's something that I really want to work on a lot with our quarterbacks is being able to see our box 
and see what our best option is. Is our best option to run the run play that we have called or throw the concept that we have, whether it be a two or a three or a one, you know, coverage or, or you know, or zero. Well, what's our best option here? Obviously, if it's zero coverage, chances are our box is going to be too loaded, so we're probably going to take a shot. Or, you know, it might be a too high coverage, chances are a really good opportunity, really good chance that, that the box is favorable. So it's just a matter of count numbers and allowing our quarterback to count count numbers. And then after the fact, being able to say, all right, counted it, I like my box play. I'm going to read the overhang guy, so I'm going to RPO it to one side. So some of the things we've been working on is having a, a concept, an RPO, and a running game. So now we've got three, three plays. I could hit the, the quick game. I could hit now. I could hand it or I can RPO it. Uh, depending on that, and that's some couple calls and one word calls we're gonna have again. We're trying to go fast, so I would like to see that play. I'd like to see that ball snap quick. Um, so the quicker we snap it, the happier I'm gonna be if we're able to play one way like I think we'll be able to. So if we can get up there and get going, um, you know, it may be tight for three quarters, but a lot of them teams should play a lot of guys both ways. That fourth quarter should really swing our way if we're we're snapping it as many times as. You see Tennessee snaps a lot of times, and it really it helps them run games, especially in the second half. You see them plays that may have been three or four, uh, first and second quarter, maybe six, seven, eight, twenty, you know, in the third and fourth quarter because guys are just getting gas. So that's something I want to do, but again, we can't do it unless we can get a bunch of one way guys. Coach, uh, go ahead. With the offense and all that, if I'm mistaken, you got your whole offensive line coming back. How big of an advantage is that going to be this year? Huge. Massive. Um, you know, we, we really want to control the line of scrimmage. Um, um, we're in the weight room, and that, that always helps. But uh, we, we have a full year of, you know, leadership on that, that O-line that, that played last year. We have three or four guys. You know, we even had subs that come in because we had injuries to Kyle. We had injuries – at different spots, so we had to rotate in the total that played some big snaps for us last year. We have six, seven guys that I trust, eight guys I trust. Um, that's a big deal for us, um, especially when you're able to flip them in there and go play D-line too. So, um, it's important to me because we got a bunch of linemen that I think we can play one way, all of our linemen besides one guy. One guy will have a choice uh, to play. At 51s, will play both ways where he likes it or not. Yeah, we – we could have got guessed that one. Uh, Coach, um, back to Howie's question to follow up a little bit. Last year, I think the, the secret of the running game was going fast. And like Tennessee, you had two backs you could hand it off to, uh, an all-state back and an all-region or district back. Um, how important is that battle going into the spring and this fall? Uh, uh, is, it, is it the number two running back and – and how much would you like to be able to to use that second running back during the year? Uh, I think that's one of the – if you look at our football team and you sit down and you look at it and you look at the roster, I think that's the biggest question we we got right now um, is who's going to tote it when two's not toting it. You know, there's guys in there that I, I trust. Number five, Zach Anderson, who doesn't play. He toted the ball a lot. The year before when, with, with Styles, when 23, when Preston went out hurt, um, you know, Zach come in and run the ball really good. A slimestone game. He had a really good game catching, receiving, and you know running the football. So right now that would be my my right in number two running back just because I trust him. 
Um, not saying I don't trust the other ones, not saying that at all. I'm just saying just based on what I've seen on a Friday night right now, he would be the right-hand guy. But I'm hoping to be surprised because I really like to keep five out there in the slot and not have to run anybody else in. Um, so, you know, that it's an open position, that number two running back. We have guys that know that. We have guys who want to be that guy. Um, you know, it's, it's Seth Leffer, Travis Owen, Sean Gim. we got a bunch of guys in there that, that are working their tails off. I'm going to be able to tote the ball some. So it's exciting to see. You know, that's another spot that – it's going to be competition at, and I can tell you Zach Anderson wants to tote it as well. Uh, he's going to have that opportunity whether he's the full-time guy rotating with two or not because uh, <laughs> we've got to find a way to get him the football. Nasty, that's a nasty number two. That's a nasty number two if you've got that. Hearing you call those numbers out with five in the slot, 13 at the wide out, and two in the backfield, wow, what a – you know, that's a, a dangerous offense right there, Coach. Yeah, one on the other side. Um Back healthy, um, uh, you know Roman. He's not the tallest. He's not the biggest. Uh, he's the best route runner we've got. Uh, Made plays, uh, and he makes play. He makes the a lot of people call him possession guys. I, I, they're they're just a playmaker, man. I enjoy watching him play, and um, he has a knack to get open. Um, you know, as a freshman, he couldn't because just because he was really small. Uh, he's put on a lot of weight. He's at one sixty six right now with that knee injury, um, and that's up a lot. That's up from 142, 143 uh, a year and a half ago. So he's really put on a lot of weight. He looks good. Um, so his route runners will help us on the other side. 13's tall. They can't, you can't doubt his hands and the plays he made in the playoffs as well. So it's really exciting to see what we've got coming back, not counting what we got on the defensive side, DBs-wise. Um, you look at a guy like Jonah Gurley who's, who played. That was his first year playing in a long time. He was pretty much a freshman. In my eyes, even though he's a junior, he's a freshman in my eyes. He's going to come out. He's going to be a senior now. Um, huge, huge. He was more physical in the second half of the year. So now, it's, you know, our DBs are, you know, older. They, they've played in it. And so it's exciting for, for our football team. Al, you got any more questions or? Uh, I'll just be honest. I'm sitting here thinking about all the names you're naming off and numbers and. I'm getting excited for this upcoming season. Got a little goosebump myself going. Got a little goosebump over here myself. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. You know, you got all those playmakers to work with on the offensive side. Yeah, it's, it's also makes me. I was talking to Wilson the other day. You know, we have you sitting in the office, and you know, we have ever wherever I've been a head coach has always been expectations of, of this and this, and, and never the expectation that you're you're supposed to win. Um, or have an opportunity that's going to talk, you know, to win a region championship. Like you, hey, you should if you don't. Yeah, it's your fault, you know. And um, but that's the situation we wanted to be in. Um, when I when I took this job, that was a situation that that I, for you know, could see us being in in the future and something we want to be in year in year out. But we've definitely uh, put a target on our back. I feel like, which is good. That's what you want. Um, but you also got to bring it every Friday night, and you got to bring it in the weight room every day because if that target's on your back, they're shooting for you. Um, so you're the team they're shooting for. Not saying we are. Piedmont's going to be the team to shoot for because they've done it for the last two years or last year. You know, in this region, they won a region championship. They're the team to beat. Um, that's who we're looking at as the team to beat. So, so we beat them. We ain't, we ain't the top dog, and we ain't the team to beat right now. You know, Piedmont's the team to beat. Westbrook's the team to beat. Geraldine's the team to beat. Uh, Wayne's the team to beat. 
uh, until we win a state championship and walk off that field, then we can say we're the team to beat the next year. But we're, we have a big senior class right now. Uh, something else I'm excited about, you know, we went, I think we had nine my first year. We went to four. Um, this year we'll have 11 or 12 seniors. So um, it's a big senior class, you know, and I've been with this group for three years. This will be my third year. Um, and the longer you're here, the closer you grow to them guys. So I'm really excited. I've got to sit there and I've got to watch them grow as as young men and watch them grow in the weight room, watch them grow on the field, and then watch them grow in, our, in the culture we're trying to build and then how they lead and how they leave stuff, how they leave the weight room, how they leave the locker, how they try to train the younger guys. And I'm really impressed and excited about that group. And, uh, you know, I, it's it's been tough to watch these last two groups go. Uh, it's just going to get tougher and tougher every year we do it. I have a feeling because it's groups and guys you, you see growing growing up on you. Um, so 12 of them. It's going to be a big group. Yeah, we, we, we'll be able to get them all on the show at some point and spend a little time with each one of them. But, Coach, um, I, I, looking at the schedule, just, you did a good job just covering it. But North Jackson's our jamboree, right, same time last year. But this year at Stevenson. Then you go on the road to Sacks, and your first home game is state runner-up, prior year state champion, first game out the gate at home is Piedmont. Yes, uh, under a coaching change, and um, I'm sure they're going to hire a really good football coach um, there at Piedmont. I don't think they've hired one yet. They don't hire a really good football coach, and they'll be well coached. Um, that's a prestigious job. It's a, it's a great place, and so – they're going to get a guy that, that knows what he's doing, I promise you. And so it's going to be a challenge. Them kids know how to win. They've won. Whether it's a new guy or not, uh, they've won under coach. Coach Smith there, and they understand what it takes to win football games, and that's not going to change in any year. So they're going to understand what it takes to win football games. So we're going to have to come out ready to go. Like I said, in my, in my opinion, they're the team to beat. So uh, right now, and if we're able to beat them, then we're going to move on and say Geraldine's the team to beat. And if we're able to beat them, we're just going to move on to the next region team's team to beat because – um, that's just how it's going to work. We're going to take it one game at a time. Um, and we're not going to forget about sacks, and we sure is not going to forget about Pesco week five, which will be a big game for us um, at home, homecoming. So we're excited about that. Get Plainview at home. Uh, also get Fife at home this year. If, if When those season tickets go on sale this year, I bet you you can't find a better home schedule in the state of Alabama than having Piedmont, Fife, and Plainview all coming to your your stadium next year. Yeah, you can't. You, you look at if you were if you're a Sylvania community football fan and you are you want to go watch Sylvania football, you better buy our season tickets this year because, uh, like you said, I would put our schedule up home game wise against anybody's in North Alabama. Period. Because we open with Piedmont, then we have Geraldine at home, we have Pisgah at home, we have Plainview at home, we have five at home. That is five huge games. You're not going. It's not like you don't come out here and watch us play someone that we're supposed to win by 40 against. But that's not the case. We're going to have five tough home games, uh, which should be packed to house. Um, something our kids, you know, you wouldn't want it any other way. You know, you want to play them big ones at home. Um, they're not the only big games we have, man. You look at our region like it was last year, week in, week out stuff. Um, it's a physical region, and you, you was able to see that through the injuries that we had. But you look across the region, there was a lot of injuries that – took place and that was just based on the physicality that, that every team plays with so it's exciting 
And like you said, you better buy a season ticket. Uh, you, you better buy. We have a few seats left, I'm sure. So you, if you want, you need to buy yourself a, a seat up there. Be able to get a good seat every Friday night, so you don't have to get there early and reserve yourself a good one. And we'll we'll start with the show. Of course, this is our inaugural season two show. We'll stay on about once a month while we get through spring and summer, and we'll check in with Coach Van. Starting at Wing Fest, we usually go weekly from that point on in, and uh, it'll be a repeat. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, we've got a little more technology than we did last year, and and uh, maybe maybe some, some more uh, been able to show some more plays. But it was definitely um, something we enjoyed doing, and Coach. It was a, a great sacrifice for you and the team to make the time each week. But I think it is something the community really enjoyed. I hope so. You know, it kind of gives them uh, – they hear me talk about some things they probably wouldn't hear me talk about otherwise. And they get to see the kids on there that get that. And it's good for them to be able to – you know, it's about them. It ain't about me. It's not, yeah. about, it's not about anybody else and any other coach. It's about them kids and what they're able to do and accomplish and, I'm glad that y'all give them the opportunity to be on here and do that. So uh, we're excited. You need to just go ahead and plan to to do the Piedmont game now, week two. We will figure out some way. Uh, I think you may have it on the air already, but we will we will uh, we will follow back up with it and find out for sure. But I, I would think that it would be on the Southern Torch, but we don't know that yet. Um, one thing, uh, Howie Cheney. Uh, that next year we'll bring is absolutely uh, every time we had the kids on the sto- show, they stole the show. So we know now when we have them on, just give it over to them because they're the star of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I went up to a few practices this, uh, this past season and I had kids coming up to me and talking to me. I didn't even know who they were telling me, Hey, why ain't you mentioning my name? I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I don't even know who you are. Tell me who you are, and I'll mention your name, you know, and just some, some fun like that, especially uh, uh, Ashton Cooley's brother. You know, he's, he's like, hey, I'm a better player than he is. Coaches just put me in a harder position than what Ashton's in. I'm like, well, all right, I'll, we'll, we'll check on the film and see about that. So, you know, it, it's fun talking to the kids about stuff like that. And our plan from, from a game, uh, we haven't even talked to Coach about this yet, but if it's not on the Southern Torch, we're going to make River City Media open to John's and Howie to do the broadcast um, anyway. So we at least get something. We get it on the air no matter what every week. So uh, every week, if it's not on the Southern Torch, you'll be able to find it here on River City Media. And I believe that was our plan as we discussed last year, Howie, is is, is if it's not on the radio, it will be here. And, And just so everybody from, you know, a lot of people out of town can't hear it, Coach, can't come to the game. You went to Sylvania in 1988 and live in uh, Mississippi. Now you want to be able to hear that game. We want to give them a, 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 a way to listen to the game. You know. Right. So, but Howie, I'm I'm done. Uh, I've done sold coach on on River City Media doing his games, and I I done think I've done put us in the state championship, and you know my expectations not too high. We didn't, no no pressure, Coach. Yeah, why is Coach shaking his head no for? I just know if we have – We ought to beat Sacks first. Uh, I'm not so sure if we don't practice and, and work out like we're supposed to, if we, we're going to do that. So we better, we better get to work. That's number one on the list is uh, get better against North Jackson, win, lose, or draw, and, and, and 
then let's, let's find a way to beat Sacks and a really good football team. And Coach Miller does a good job. So we can't do that. We can forget, forget all the other goals we got. Well, Coach, that's the reason you're a coach and me and Howie get set up in a booth and just pretend like we know what we're doing because you really do worry about it. And we just get to pretend like we yeah. are worrying about it. So I well, promise you I am. Do what? I promise you I am. Uh, well, I know you are. We went through it last year with you. Hey, we ain't nothing worse than a bad practice on show day. I'm going to tell the kids that all year. <laughs> ain't nothing worse than a bad practice. Go ahead. If you're listening, we got to have good practices on show day. For Allie Chaney, Coach Van, anything else for, from you? No, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And, uh, y'all, I uh, promise you, please sponsor this program. We will have unprecedented coverage this year. Well, we just scratched the uh, surface last year, and we've got a lot of things up our sleeves this year to, to, to increase this and, and give you more exposure to the program. So we appreciate anybody that would sponsor us by giving to the football program. So uh, that's what it's all about. It's about the kids for us, just like it is, Coach. So thank you all, and we'll see you back in about four weeks with a follow-up.